on behalf of these niggas that got felonies. Convicted conversations. Convicted conversations. Hi, good afternoon. This is Gary, your host of Convicted Conversations. Speaking on behalf of these niggas that got felonies. Those in pains from they lost one's memories. Hey, it's your boy Gary with Convicted Conversations. This week we'll be talking about due process and how it's affecting people in California right now. Hey, this is Gary, your host of Convicted Conversations. And this week we'll be discussing um, due process. Due process um, are rights that are basically the guarantee that a person has um, to a fair application of the law before they can be imprisoned, executed, or have their property seized. This concept is responsible for all that procedures, all of the procedures that guarantee a fair trial, no matter who you are. It is also the legal requirements that the government must respect all legal rights that are owed to a person. When a government harms a person without following the exact course of the law, this is a due process violation which offends the rule of law. Now, in California, they're going through something like this. Um, it says, in California, coronavirus threatens the due process. Now, delaying trials will mean more people to stay in jail while a life-threatening disease spreads throughout the state. Um, recently, we've had um, several um, different jail facilities that had inmates break out due to the coronavirus and they didn't want to catch it. Um, I guess other people wanted to be with their families in this uh, pandemic and they were like, screw jail, I'm out of here. So they broke out at a women's jail facility and at a men's jail facility. Um, the men's facility was up in Washington State. I'm, I forgot where the women's facility was. But in California, um, it says this, that's in a doubt in California, after the state's judicial council, the court's rulemaking body approved the emergency measures on Saturday that could keep people in jail longer without a hearing, access to counsel, and the judicial oversight to which they are entitled. The council, chaired by Chief Justice Tiny G. Cantil, unanimously approved the new measures, which allow for delays in criminal proceedings during a special emergency meeting held via phone. The action was the state's court's latest attempt to balance the public health mandate to minimize in-person contact during the COVID-19 emergency with the need to provide essential services to access the courts. But as advocates, including some who scrambled to oppose the measures with only a day's notice point out, delaying court proceedings and criminal cases would only exacerbate health risks to people who are detained unfairly burdened low-income people held in jails because they cannot afford to pay cash bail 
and threaten constitutional protections that ensure due process for people charged with a crime. The rights to a speedy and public trial is the bedrock of the U.S. Constitution and is one of the founding principles on, of this country. Alameda County Public Defender Brendan Wood said in a statement condemning the action, losing that should alarm every single person in California. If you're going to take such extraordinary measures of denying people due process rights, then you have to also take the extraordinary measures of releasing them. The measures approved Saturday extend two deadlines, the first for initial appearances in court and the second for preliminary hearings where a court determines whether there is enough evidence to support the charges. Typically, people arrested, charged with a crime, and jailed in California must appear before a judge within two business days, which is also known as magistrate court. But the new orders extends this to a week. The deadline for preliminary hearings has been extended from 10 days to 30 court days, a timeline that could work out to over a month in real time. Now, the Chief Justice had already suspended all jury trials in the state for 60 days. The latest orders appears to add another 30-day delay on top of that. During Saturday's meeting, Justice Brad R. Hill, an appeals court judge in Fresno and members of the Judicial Council, acknowledged that these are extraordinary measures, but said in light of the pandemic constraints on the court's capacity, they are a much needed lifeline to the courts across our courts, our states. I'm sorry. Cantil said in a statement that the measures will preserve the rule of law and protect the rights and liberties of all Californians while also complying with the public health guidelines. The judicial action followed an extraordinary order signed the day before the governor, Gavin Newsom, that gave the judge, justice, and the judicial council sweeping new authority to adopt any rules concerning civil or criminal practice or procedures that may deem necessary to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. Even when such rules conflict with the statutory protections. In that case, the orders says the relevant statute is suspended. Both the chief justice and the council have publicly recognize the need to reduce jail populations to slow the spread of the coronavirus, but extending key deadlines in criminal cases is exactly the wrong approach. It will mean more jail time for people, not fewer, and it will increase jail time instead of shortening it. This is especially true for lower income people who will be jailed because they cannot um, pay the amount of bail scheduled and may have to sit up and wait a week before to see a judge or if they can do anything about it. This is a vote that came up just as a person detained in the California um, jail tested positive for COVID-19 underscores the grave um, health risk longer jail times will create. It's also alarming that people um, are ordering, I'm sorry, it's also alarming that the order applies for another 90 days after the state of emergency is lifted. A provision added to ease the burdens and any backlog that may arise in the meantime. But the solution to avoiding backlogs is dismissing charges and releasing people. 
not circumventing speedy trials for months even after courts are fully open. Woods, the public defender in Alameda County, has been working with prosecutors and other officials to release people from the county jail as a response to the threat of COVID-19 as an effort to, I'm sorry, as an effort that has far led to the release of over 300 people. He called the Judicial Council's action a dark day for justice. That comes at the expense of the clients, the poorest people, black and brown people, locked in cages. The ACLU of Northern California echoed the view in the letter opposing the measures, arguing that delays would drastically increase the length of incarceration for an already vulnerable population. If courts cannot comply with due process and the state statutory deadlines, then people should be released, they wrote. It's getting out of hand. I mean, people are trying to get out of jail, but they can't. Um, due process seems to be breaking down in the state of California. And it's not going to be in California. It's going to be across the country um, in the upcoming months. So people, if you're out and about and you're committing crimes, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen. It's been on Facebook and, and they were saying that some states... Um, weren't locking people up for misdemeanors and petty crimes. But when you look at that, and then you look at the movie The Purge election year, it all goes hand in hand. It seems like that's the way the, the economy's going. It's about to collapse. And they're using the, the COVID-19 virus as a, a cover. But everyone's finding out that they're putting in 5G um, technology everywhere everywhere you go everywhere you look you see guys working on the street lights they're working on the cameras they're working they're digging underground they're putting that 5g um, systems in into place and before you know it the walls are going to be closed in on all of us not just certain states they're closing the entire country down and you know martial law will eventually come behind it and who knows what's from there but we can assume that they're going to implement the chip, the RFID chip. And that's why all the grocery stores and the big name brand stores are closing because they're putting that technology in there. And we are not going to be able to see them put it in there, but they're putting it in there. And like I said, it's going to get worse before it get better. So people, all you could do is embrace, love your family, pray to God and and try to remain calm for the most part um stock up on supplies as usual and if you have family members that are in jail tell them to keep calm and i know it's easy for us to say because we're on the outside but again they put themselves in that situation so don't let them take that out on you don't let them put more pressure on you than you already have just try to remain calm and like I said, just pray to God and, and do what's right. Um, it's not going to be an easy next few months until this is all resolved. People are going to have to make some hard decisions. Um, if you're living with family members, if you're living with a spouse, if you have kids, you guys need to start talking and putting your heads together about a plan, how you guys are going to ration food. How you're going to live coming these next few months when money run out and food run out. 
Um, I know it's scary. A lot of people don't want to admit that that's what's about to happen or that's the direction that we're going in, but we are. And due process is just the beginning. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You have to look at all of our other civil liberties that are going to be stripped and taken away because we're in a state of emergency in the middle of a pandemic, they say. So we're going to be stripped of all of our rights and whatever they say go that's the government so if they say hey you have to take this chip in order to go get your money at the bank that's a decision you're going to have to make if you don't take it you're probably going to be in jail or again you won't be able to buy any food you won't be able to sell you won't be able to go to work you won't be able to drive your cars you won't be able to do none of those things if these things are implemented but like i said due process um is the first thing to be threatened and it seems like in California, it's about to be gone. Um, so your family members are going to be in jail longer. Um, they are going to be calling. They are going to be frustrated. Um, for my listeners in California, just deal with them and let them know what's going on out here. And money's scarce right now. Money's tight. You know, we have to survive while we're out here, too. They're in jail. They get free meals every day. They get... Um, tv and stuff like that on the outside we have to pay for this shit we have to pay for it all so nothing world out here they are giving out food different organizations all over the country i've seen have been stepping up and been helping out in a tremendous way i applaud you guys for that and thanks for um helping your fellow brother sister um in need um a lot of people are praying right now they want to go to church. They want to seek guidance from their pastors. A lot of them are online and they are reaching out. So make sure you get the link so you can stay in contact with your churches and your local governments to see what's going on around you. They have curfews everywhere. Um, the streets are empty right now. Um, so like I say, we just have to embrace for what's about to come and we have to make some tough decisions. We really have to make some tough decisions these next few months. We have to ration food. We have to do what we have to do to survive this wave. It's coming right now. People are seeing it, but it's not impactful as of yet. We see the deaths. We see the, the refrigerated trucks up in New York. We see it, but people aren't seeing the, the impact yet. And once they see the impact and they see the looting and the rioting and the military, that's when it's going to get real. That's when it's going to set in on most of um, our brothers and sisters' mind that are still sleeping. That's when it's going to hit home. But I'm telling you right now, open your eyes, keep your head on a swivel, and and just be ready for, for what's about to come. You know, expect the best, but always prepare for the worst. And right now we're in a pandemic. People are dying. Um, I'm not sure if it's from the coronavirus or the radiation that the 5G networks are putting out. I'm not sure, but people are dying. And all I'm saying is to be safe, uh, protect your family, and do what's right. Come up with a schedule. Come up with what you're going to eat throughout the week. Um, how you're going to prepare it. How you're going to um, ration it out between the family members. Or you might have other members that ran out of food already. Be able to lend a helping hand, tissue, 
um, toiletries, anything. We have to survive this wave by all costs um, as a people. Once this is over with, like other countries, China is already getting back to business. They're living their best lives, but all of the other states are still going through it. So um, we're about to see something that we've never seen before in the U.S. Um, it's going to be scary. A lot of lives are going to be lost. A lot of people are going to be in jail. The hospitals are going to be full. Like I say, all I can tell you to do is pray. Keep your head on the swivel. Be safe. Um, make sure you know who your neighbors are. Um, this is a good time to introduce yourselves if you don't know them. And, and, and find out what's going on. I mean, be safe while you're introducing yourself. But, I mean, these are people that probably will help you get through these next few months until this is all figured out and people decide on what they want to do going forward. But this is another episode of Convicted Conversations and don't let your past dictate your future. And be safe. Listen up, Talking to you about what your little ad need to be going through. I fall a victim too. And I know I shouldn't smoke so much, but I do with the crew every day on the average about four or five. I'm lucky to be alive and surprised. I won't realize the call after I lost my best friend. I'm recognized as a king. Who am I to take you to stop smoking? Now you open to disease and cold. And they 16 years old. This has got to stop. Let's take a walk through the top. I'm on out of this hole. I'm in the same under attack. No good folks, stay in the hood. Got an eye on every move I make. Open your face to info. You would know, cause it's come low. The new world plan Reach the planet without them So mess your aim Try to separate me from the blood It's disrespect like coming in my home And not wipe your feet on the roof The Citronaut salute has got me bucking no hand With no phone Look out for the man with the mask And the white pony on my back of pills Laying off my toes Always on my heels The same plane Soldiers coming in the dark plane to report the new system by rain Take my skin with your computer chip Run your hand over the scanner to buy your dish now no more fishing for your fish. No more fishing for the days of the old days. Past ways gone. Mind blown perception. Perception. My name on your selection. But I come, come, come. Pow. Who's there peeking in my window? Now, this is in from April 6, 2020, which was yesterday. Um, and this is out of San Francisco, California. Leaders approve 11 new emergency rules Monday to keep essential court services running and still try to protect people from the coronavirus. During the meeting held by telephone, the Judicial Council and the policymaking arm of the state court system directed judges to set bail at zero in misdemeanor and low-level felony cases and two post and to postpone proceedings that could result in evictions or foreclosures. The most continuous item of the meeting involved the rights of criminal defendants to appear in person for pretrial proceedings, where defendants learn of their charges and enter pleas, and prosecutors must show there is enough evidence to hold them over for trial. Public defenders say their clients have the right to visibly confront witnesses against them and need to confer with their lawyers during preliminary hearings. Prosecutors 
want the hearings held remotely to avoid having sheriff departments bust inmates from jail and potentially expose others. Senator Hannah Beth Jackson, Democrat for Santa Barbara, a member of the council suggested that the council should revoke the defendant's right to be present in person. She said she was hearing more and more about the inmates and jail personnel being diagnosed with the coronavirus. Chief Justice Tani Cantil, who heads the council, defended the proposal. She said the courtrooms were now so empty that hearings could be held with appropriate distancing. I don't see the need to universally override the defendant's consent for these hearings at this time, she said, adding it could change. Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge Eric Taylor, another council member, said he strongly supported remote hearings, but also approved of the rule. I hesitate to suspend the constitutional rights of any person to appear in court except when there is a specific compelling reason with data and no alternative, he said. If a judge finds the hearing can't be held safely with the defendants present, the hearing can be rescheduled later for a later date. The rule adopted also allows judges for good cause to require the personnel appearances of witnesses, which might be necessary in cases which someone's credibility is at issue. Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer, who monitored the meeting by phone, said the rule would allow judges to delay hearings for a good cause, which he said could include the presence of the disease in the jails. The good news is that it gives judges the ability to make judgment calls about where they can find good cause to continue their case if the defendant does not agree to participate remotely, he said. Oscar Barbaro, Barbaro, head of the State Public Defenders Association, said his group was pleased with the council adopted the statewide bail schedule for minor crimes to reduce the jail population. But he said they were disappointed that defendants mostly would have access to only video of witnesses at preliminary hearings. We believe that the good cause requirement will impose an additional and improper hurdle on the defendant to establish something other than what the Constitution already requires to be able to see and hear the witnesses live, Barbro said. The Supreme Court has already weighed in on the insufficiency of video confrontation in many cases as it held and this is denied due process and confrontation under the fifth and sixth amendment he said he added that public defenders continue to dismay that the judicial council is not requiring courts to hold arraignments within 48 hours of arrest other temporary rule changes approved monday included one that extended domestic violence restraining and others protective orders until after the health crisis ends, allowing that dispositions be taken remotely in civil matters and an extension of legal deadlines for those cases. So they've made changes since the other ruling um, a few weeks ago. So California has um, put it at zero bail for low-level crimes and um, minor felony offenses. So those people will be released from jail, I guess, immediately. Um, everyone else just have to be safe that are in jail. 
Um, if you have any loved ones in jail um, and they call, like I said, to try to keep them calm and 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 let them know that money's scarce right now and you don't have it to, to put on their books and, you know, all you could do is pray for them and hope God see us through this. And that's all we really could do. But like I said, due process, um, they're making changes in California. So um, a lot of people can get out of jail um, for those low level crimes. So they're doing something. They're not just leaving them in there. They're actually doing something. But this is another episode of Convicted Conversations. Don't let your past dictate your future. And you guys be safe out there in this pandemic.